the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. This is the second week in the Holy 50 Days. And our Lord Jesus Christ is revealing himself to the whole world. In the first week, we read the story of St. Thomas, how he was doubting, and the Lord appeared to him specifically to heal his doubts and to make him to believe. So the first thing the Lord is saying to everyone after his resurrection, believe, believe in me. And this is the second week our Lord Jesus Christ is saying another revelation. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. And so many people could not accept that and left the Lord. But the Lord insisted that he is the bread of life who came down from heaven. And he, in the Last Supper, took bread and broke it and said, this is my body, which is broken for you and for many. Whoever eats from my body and drinks my blood will, be, will have eternal life. The Lord being the bread of life is not new idea. It is started from the creation when the Lord put the tree of life, the tree of life in the garden of Eden. And when Adam and Eve sinned, the Lord could not keep them in the Garden of Eden so that they wouldn't eat from the tree of life and live forever in their sin. That's why he told them to go out of the Garden of Eden to keep the tree of life. For those who will eat from the tree of life will live forever. Then we hear that the Israelites, when they came out from Egypt, they walked in the wilderness for 40 years, desert, 
no food, no drinks. And the Lord fed them and gave them to drink as well for 40 years from him. He gave them the manna, the manna which comes out, which comes down every single day. And every single day, it is new. They have to finish it every single day. And they don't keep it till next day. Why? Because the Lord wants them to trust him, to believe that every day he can bring them the food they need. And he will, and he loves them, and he will never leave them without what they need. And the Israelites lived for 40 years, trusting the Lord every single day, and trusting his love and his ability to keep them alive. And the Lord today is saying, not as I gave the Israelites the manna, because they ate the manna and died in the wilderness. But I am the real manna. That was a symbol. But I am the real manna who came down from heaven. But whoever eats my body and my blood and drink my blood will never be thirsty again, will live forever. <clears throat> then we feel in the Old Testament as you see, the angel there is bringing burning a charcoal from the altar. Burning a charcoal from the altar and touching his lips. Yeah? And then he became pure. He became holy man. And the Lord have sent him to serve him. And this burning charcoal from the altar is what? Is our holy communion. Because the burning charcoal is a symbol of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is God incarnate. His divinity is the fire, and the charcoal is the, a symbol of his body. So when divinity united with humanity, then it becomes a burning charcoal. 
and that is why we don't allow deacons to put charcoal in the censer without being burned because when you put the charcoal in the censer as if you're putting our Lord Jesus Christ in the womb of Saint Mary in the censer. And as well, the Bible tells us that our Lord Jesus Christ is calling us for his wedding. It is the wedding of the son of the king. And do you know that we have a parable in the Bible that a king called everyone to have uh, invited everyone for the wedding of, of his son. The king is God, the son is our Lord Jesus Christ, and we are all invited for this wedding. And to get into this wedding, everyone going in has to have the garment, the garment. And what is this garment? Is our baptism. Because those who have been baptized have wore Christ. Yeah? And everyone was wearing the garment in the wedding apart from one. When the master, the king, came in, found someone hasn't got his garment. So he said, my son, where is the garment? Why didn't you put the garment on? And he couldn't stay in the wedding. So if we are all invited, we have to be all baptized, wear the garment, so, then, so that we can be invited into the wedding of the son of the king. Because in baptism, we do what? What is baptism? Baptism is to die with Christ and rise again with him. So actually, baptism is sharing in our Lord's crucifixion, death, and resurrection. And that is why no one can go into the wedding of the son of the king unless he is wearing this garment, unless he is baptized. And strange enough that those who have been baptized, they were not invited in the first place. Those who have been invited are the Jews who didn't turn on and didn't come. 
So they lost it. And the Lord sent, that king sent his servants to call everyone, everyone to come and have the blessing of the wedding of the son of the king. And that is why the church is open to the whole world, as Christ opened to the whole world. And then we find in the wedding of Cana of Galilee that our Lord Jesus Christ turned what? Turned the water into wine. Yeah? The water was for purification. So the Lord, as if he is saying, purification not anymore by water, but by wine. How Lord would be purification by wine. We find him to go in the Last Supper and turn the wine into his blood. So he turned the water into wine and the wine into his blood so that the purification became to be by his blood. His blood. As we were saying, the purification by his blood, it means to be covered with his blood. And that's what happened in the Passover. All the houses which had blood on the lentil and two posts of the entrance of the house, the angel of death would not come in this house. Even the feast of Kafir, Eid al-Kafara, where they slaughter the animals and cover their and the Lord accept this sacrifice in this feast the priest take one sacrifice slaughter it take its blood, put it on the other sacrifice, cover it with, its, with the blood of the first one, and set them free, set that one free. So two sacrifices comes in. A sinner would confess his sins on the head of one of them. The priest take that one, slaughter it, and cover the other one with the blood of that sacrifice and set it free, means being risen. So we are all 
being covered with his blood. And that is the meaning of forgiveness. Forgiveness is to be covered with his blood. The word the kafir in Hebrew came from the English word cover, to be covered. So, actually, whenever we have his body and his blood, we are covered with his blood. We are forgiven. When the Father looks at us, he looks through the blood of his Son, who is covering us. And when he looks at us, covered with the blood of his Son, then we are forgiven. Then we are saved. Then we are purified. We say in the liturgy, every time we eat this bread and drink from this cup, we preach what? We preach his death and confess his resurrection. We preach his death. What that does mean? What that does mean? Every time we unite with the Lord, we be one with him, have the body and the blood, we preach his death. What sort of preaching is that? The Bible tells us that when we are in our Lord Jesus Christ, we are dead for the world, alive for God. Dead for the world, alive for God. And that is our preach for everyone. Can you imagine that you are uniting with our Lord Jesus Christ and you are living in him and he is living inside you, then you are dead for the world. I want everyone not to forget that we are in this world dead for the world, alive for God. One day our Lord Jesus Christ said, Satan is coming, but he has no place inside me. No place inside me. Why? Because we are dead for the world. Can everyone say this? I am dead for the world. I'm dead for the temptations of the world. I am dead for the love of 
anything in this world and I am alive for the Lord. Whoever eats my body, drinks my blood, will live forever and will have eternal life. This is a promise the Lord is giving us. So many people doubt that the Lord can give us his body and his blood. But as a matter of fact, if you look at the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, yeah, he was God incarnate. But God incarnate where? 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 In a manger. He humbled himself so much to be born in a manger when he is God himself. And look at the Lord on the cross. When the Lord was on the cross, he was what? He was so... He was so crushed and humiliated and being hanged on the cross like a criminal. But he was still the Lord God incarnate. And we believe that he was in the manger and God was on the cross too. And that is why he humbled himself in the Last Supper to say, this bread and wine is my body and my blood too. If we can believe that he is in the manger and he is on the cross, he is on the altar too. Because God can do anything. And what is the tree of life? The tree of life was Christ. The rock which followed the Israelites, giving them water for 40 years, was Christ himself. And that is why when the Lord was on the cross, water and the blood came out of his side. And the Lord is very clear when he said that I am the bread of life, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will live forever. So many people left him. He looked at his disciples and said, do you want as well to go? So he has no compromise. There is no compromise. You even, you either believe in me and eat my body and drink my blood or leave. 
if he didn't mean it, he would have explained to his disciples. He wouldn't have said, this is my real body, real blood. And we as well hear about this tree of life in heaven. And in heaven, our Lord Jesus Christ, sitting on his throne of glory, and as well, we still can see the slaughtered lamb dripping blood in heaven. Still, the Lord is pouring his blood. And that is why when we do the Holy Communion, we are not doing a new sacrifice. No. What happened, we dissect the time. We go back to the last supper room and we sit with the disciples and we eat the same body which will never finish and we drink the same blood which will never end. This dripling blood is, fee is feeding and making everyone to drink from it forever. There is, I always say, there are two words to express time in the Bible. Keros and the Kronos. Kronos is a chronological time which is past, present, future. But Kairos is a perpendicular time. Perpendicular time is where someone is looking from above, he can see the past, the present, and the future at the same time. All our sacraments in the church are in this Kairos where we dissect the time, which, where we get out of the time and be in God's time. And that is why during the Holy Communion we dissect the time, we are sitting with the disciples in the last supper room, and we are having the Holy Communion from the Lord himself. Why the priest wears white? Because he is representing the Lord, who is officiating the liturgy. Is Christ himself, is not the priest. And that is why when we are uniting with the Lord, we get to the concept of we are members in his body. We are members in his body. 
So many people don't pay attention that their bodies is not theirs. It is Christ's body. It is Christ's body. And when they sin, they are not paying attention that they are taking the members of the body of Christ and sin with it. When St. Paul want to express that, he said, should I take the members of the body of Christ and make it adulterous? I hope that every one of us, when today we have the Holy Communion, we feel that we are one in the Lord, one body with him. We are already his flesh, and we should honor the Lord in our bodies. We should make our bodies holy to glorify his name. And every misuse of our bodies is humiliating the Lord and making the Lord to be crucified again, as St. Paul have said. Those who sin now are crucifying the Lord again. That is why the greatest ever thing we had every day on this earth is to unite with the Lord and be one in him is to have this holy communion. May our Lord Jesus Christ keep us in him and let us glorify his name in our lives, in our bodies, in our churches, in our work, in our, with our friends, everywhere we are. As we eat his body and drink his blood, we preach his death and uh, confess his uh, resurrection. Can we say it together? Can we say it together? Every time we eat his body and drink his blood, we uh, preach his death, confess his resurrection. Preach his death, confess his resurrection. I want to hear it. Uh, preach, confess his resurrection. Dead for the world, alive for God, glory to God forever. Amen.